for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. Now what are your ways in taking rest in God's presence? Now even before we go into that question, uh, many of us might ask, but why are we supposed to take rest in God's presence? I mean, why? I mean, it's because God has commanded us to take rest on the seventh day, that's correct. But why? What's the purpose of us taking rest? Uh, if we figure that out, then how are we supposed to take rest? Now, in today's passage, uh, God specifically talks about the reason why we're supposed to take rest. And he also implicitly tells us on how we're supposed to take rest. So as we take a look, I hope that all of us could uh, rethink of all the ways how we took rest in God's presence. Because some people don't know how to rest. They continually work, even on the day or even the moment that they're supposed to rest and celebrate God's presence in your life. Even I do have that problem. So this passage would speak to many of us in rethinking why and how we take rest in God's presence. So let's take a look at today's passage. Exodus chapter 31 verses 12 through 18. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, You must observe my Sabbaths. This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come, so you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. Observe the Sabbath, because it is holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it is to be put to death. Those who do any work on that day must be cut off from their people. For six days, work is to be done, but the seventh day is a day of Sabbath rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day is to be put to death. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it for the generations to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the covenant law, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. So God specifically tells us the reason why we're supposed to take rest. Many of us may know from scripture that the Israelites no longer identify themselves as slaves to Egypt because God saved them from the hands of Egyptians. Now because of that, they are no longer slaves where slaves did not have any resting days. They worked continuously because their identity has changed. Now there are possessions of God. Uh, God is not a master who oppresses his people just like the Egyptians. So because God also rested on the seventh day, 
that becomes an identity marker for his people. That is one way we could see it, and that is very true. Their identity has changed, so they no longer work every day like a slave, but they work in a pattern, but also rest in a pattern that God has given them as a new identity. But also here, we see in today's passage another explanation why God gives them the command to rest. In verse 13, it says, This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come, so you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. So God commands them to observe my Sabbath. That means rest on the seventh day. But the specific reason for that, additional to the identity change, is that you may come to know that God is your Lord who makes you holy. Now, what does that mean? Holy means that God has consecrated for, their, for His use. Now, they have become His possession, but as His possession, they have a purpose of being used for God's glory. That means He has consecrated them. He has made them His own in holiness so that God could be with them. They no longer stand in a way where God's presence would judge them, but because God has made, him whole, made them holy, not only, not only He could be with them, but He could also use them for His glory so that by time they could come to know that God is their Lord. Now, this is meaning for all of us because on our rest day, we are supposed to come to know more about God not in a sense where we study so that we can know in a knowledge sense, but in a personal interactive way. Because by that relationship, we become ever more sanctified. Because of His presence, He makes us holier than yesterday. That is the very reason why God calls us to observe Sabbath. Because it's the day when you come to know and by that process and relationship, the day after day of observing Sabbath, He makes you holy and His possession and He comes closer to be with you and I. So that is very important because that becomes a sign for them. Not a sign for saying, uh, yes, I've done this work, that means I am God's possession, but a sign in a way where you could tell that God is with them. God is making them holier in sanctification so that every observation of Sabbath read, Shabbat Shalom, then it becomes a symbolic sign that yes, God is among them. God is in the midst of them in that community, in that group, sanctifying them. That is the very reason why God calls us to observe Sabbath, because there is an intention for God to sanctify His people, to come closer as His possession, to enjoy that relationship. Now, how are we supposed to do so? Now, we understood why, because not only our identity changed, not only we come to know that He wants to sanctify us, make us holier, uh, but the way in doing so is iterated indirectly in verse 16. It says the Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, we know that, celebrating 
it for the generations to come as a lasting covenant. You're supposed to celebrate it. But how do we do so? By not doing anything, just sitting down and resting in a sense we just sleep or close our eyes or just breathe and just be there, a standstill. No, we celebrate it. Now I've seen modern Jews still in Israel observing Sabbath according to the law, the legalistic sense. They don't do any work but they do move around and they walk uh, they meditate on the word of the lord but what's most interesting is that they celebrate all night long they sit together in a family drinking wine and eating the good food uh, that the adults made and the children are there and they're listening to the stories of uh, god's work in the bible and they praise and sing along it's so loud in, in late night because they're drinking and eating they're celebrating they're enjoying the very rest that God has commanded them. Now, that gave me a lot of insights because those days when we're supposed to rest, we work a lot. We're so busy. We sometimes have to take care of a lot of things. But what we're supposed to do is celebrate God only. His goodness, His mercy, His compassion, and His very goodness in giving His Son in order to save us, to change our very identity as God's children by salvation. Now that is worthy of celebrating. And just celebrating that would give us tremendous rest. So what are your ways in celebrating uh, God's presence, uh, enjoying it and taking rest in that? could be praise and worship uh, the day of the Lord on Sunday uh, some people it could be taking that journey to actually appreciate God's goodness uh, maybe found in God's creation going to for example Grand Canyon and just looking at the majesty of God's creation and being filled with all being awestruck by God's greatness that could give you confidence that God is the Lord he is the Lord who had saved me and made me holy now, there are many ways that you could do so, but please remember, the reason is because you come to know God uh, who makes you holy. And, uh, and the ways in doing so is said in the passage, you celebrate God's goodness. I hope that rest becomes your rest in your daily life and routine and in a set schedule so that every time you do so, you are filled with joy, celebrating. Let's pray. Father, Lord, thank you for giving us rest, for we no longer work like slaves, but we know how to rest in your goodness and your presence. I pray this in your good son's name. Amen. For a soul, in closer, 